Um, as you know, and we covered pretty extensively here on the show, the federal government recently hammered out a new agreement with the provinces on health care funding, right? Primary focus uh, always, and, and understandably, is on the money that's being spent. And in this case, it is a lot, a lot of money, an additional, on average, $16 billion or so every year for the next 10 years. Um, but there's more to it than that, right? You remember the the opportunity for provinces to negotiate their own particular side deals for things that they felt were more important in their jurisdiction than others and, and that sort of stuff. So now that we've got a bit of a better idea of the ins and outs of this entire arrangement, we can get some analysis from, you know, the groups that are affected by this, and that includes the Canadian Medical Association. We're going to chat with Dr. Kathleen Ross, who is the president-elect of the CMA and also a family physician in British Columbia. Dr. Ross, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Shay. Thank you. And like I said, the headline here, of course, is the money. And it's a lot. It's a tremendous amount of money, which I think everyone agrees is probably needed, right? Oh, absolutely. No question. When we talk about the amount of funding, uh, everybody has a different number. But when we look at this, uh, I think it's about $16 billion a year for the next 10 years. Does that, does that sort of meet the need that had been expressed as this deal was being hammered out? Well, I think if you listen to our premiers, they'll tell you that they were looking for more money than this. But the, you know, the CMA is actually very interested in committing to uh, to actions and advocacy that's going to lead to long-lasting yeah. health system reform. Uh, and money certainly is not enough to, to bring about necessary changes in our healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to invest in areas that drive change. We need to actually ensure that we're doing a really deep dive into how we're going to measure the areas of need, uh, or even assessing, you know, what we have in the way of service delivery, where it's being delivered, uh, and how we can address those gaps. Money alone isn't the solution. We need to start thinking about uh, really assessing how we deliver our care and making improvements in those areas. If we contrast this new deal to, you know, what we know historically about healthcare in this country, we've this is what we always do, right? We always get into a situation where things are dire and we need to really have a sit-down conversation about what to do. And it ultimately ends up being the big headline is more money, more money. We've done this many, many times in the past. Um, and obviously we're in a situation, so that tells us a bit about how much money itself works, right? Well, that's true. And I think we have to recognize that that money is never going to be an answer. If we're, if we're looking at systems that are complex and intertwined and have multiple competing priorities, we really need to have a hard look at the system itself. So we did an analysis with Deloitte back in the fall, and an in-depth analysis does show that the Canadian governments, the provincial, territorial, and federal governments aren't that disparate. We all have similar priorities, you know, looking at primary care, boosting mental health, getting you know system capacity up to where we need it, and caring for older elders. These are all areas that we need to work on, and uh, and we're actually seeing governments across the board really lean into this process and start to, to have a hard look at our processes. And those processes, often with the money, when we talk about it historically, and, and we'll see how it goes in this instance, but based on what we've seen before, and I was reading some of the work that your organization did, we the, the money comes with renewed vigor and, and, and a focus. I mean, be it, we're going to address waiting lists. That, that's one example. And that happens, but then it starts to fade away, and now here we are in the same situation again. So the, the money does part of it, but it's that other piece that you're talking about. It doesn't seem to carry through, or at least it hasn't up until now, right? Well, I think there's been challenges in in truly measuring, uh, you know, our progress. We really have to agree on a set of 
of priority metrics and then measure how else are we going to know if we're really making an improvement. Uh, and the accountability measures that have been built into this health accord uh, are a step in that direction. The move towards a national health data system, a step in the right direction, a national health workforce uh, process and understanding who we have out there doing what services and where. Very, very important. And all of these were addressed in the Standing Committee's report, uh, health report, uh, addressing Canada's health workforce crisis from March and, and really calling for national licensure of healthcare professionals, including physicians, optimizing scopes of practice for all health professionals, you know, educating more people. We need more bodies and certainly investing in that team-based collaborative type of, uh, system so that we actually can leverage everybody's skill sets and, and really optimize our services. And of course, a big part of this and one of my passions is reducing the administrative burden um, that physicians yeah. are, are subjected to, to try and, and leave us more time for clinical care, more time to do what we do best. Um, is that happening? Like I say, I mean, a lot of the focus here is on funding agreements. And, and you know, there are the side deals province can negotiate, which is innovative. And, and I think a lot of people applaud that. But like you say, a lot of these other things are, are, is the same amount of effort and focus being put into those areas as it is the funding. You know, I think with this new health accord, the uh, the indication from all levels of government and certainly from our professional organizations is that this is the horizon. This is where we're headed to right now. Uh, and this work is uh, is going to be happening on all fronts. It needs to happen if we're to to not just improve the sustainability of our healthcare system, but to truly have a healthcare system there for patients when they need it. Um, I thank you so much for being here, Dr. Ross. As always, great insight. I appreciate it.